Monday Morning Motivation, we discuss the human psyche, what makes us tick, and how we can not only survive, but thrive through our week. This week, we did something a little different. We interviewed Jaden Schaefer. Jaden Schaefer is the CEO and founder and creator of the new and upcoming self-affirmation meditation app called Self Pause. So I interviewed Jaden, got a bit of about his background, his perspectives on meditation and self-affirmations, and a bit about his app. It was really, it was a lot of fun. And I think you guys will enjoy it as well. I apologize. The sound quality on my end was not that great. And hopefully for the next interview, I'll use uh, better earbuds. Without further ado, the interview with Jaden Schaefer. Sounds great. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Monday Morning Motivation. Here on Monday Morning Motivation, we discuss the human psyche, what makes us tick, and how we can not only survive, but thrive through our week. This week, we've got a special guest, Jaden Schaefer. Jaden has taught thousands of people how to generate extra income in about a million different ways, including how to produce music on Spotify and Apple Music without knowing how to make music, flipping furniture, and cryptocurrency. Jaden is also the creator and CEO of the new meditation app, Self Pause. Jaden, can you introduce yourself and then tell us a little about where you're coming from, what you do, and a little bit about your app as well? Totally, yeah. So my name is Jaden Schaefer. Originally, I'm from Canada. I'm now living in uh, Arizona. And I have been, my father was an entrepreneur and my grandfather was an entrepreneur. So it kind of runs in the family. Um, and so I've started a number of different companies and things really to uh, different side hustles to help give me and my family a little bit more autonomy and freedom as far as our schedule and finances go. Um, so, you know, kind of going for that financial freedom and passive income. Um, and I've kind of just documented the the different businesses I've done along the way to help other people. Um, once I graduated, I studied marketing. And when I graduated, I taught a semester advanced digital marketing um, because I just loved it. And a lot of people were asking me about different projects and different things I was doing. So it was just kind of a way to give back. And then Hold after on. that, sorry, Jaden. You know, sorry to interrupt. I apologize. I just, oh, no. Give me a second. You, you're, how old are you? I'm 24. And sorry, 25. Pro- and you're a professor? Yeah, so technically, um, you have to have a, a master's degree to to teach the advanced digital marketing of the, the level of class I was teaching. So, um, you know, I worked with all the people in the in the marketing and entrepreneurship department at uh, BYU Hawaii, and yeah, I knew all the professors, and they so they were super excited. None of them wanted to teach that; they said it was a little too advanced for them. So they wanted me to do it. Um, I had worked in the department so that, you know, they knew all the projects I was doing and stuff. Um, but the problem was, yeah, we couldn't get approval from the school for me to teach. So what ended up happening was I had to co-teach with a professor who has a master's degree. So pretty much for the first day of class, he came and said, hi, I'm co-teaching with, you know, Professor Schaefer, Jaden. Um, that won't be here. So, you know, have a good class. And he left and for the rest of the semester, I just taught the whole class. But, you know, on, on paper, <laughs> it was co-taught by someone. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, so right. I, I love uh, 
I love digital marketing, growth hacking. It's just kind of super fun for me to to poke and see how you can break things and whatnot. So yeah, that's that's what I that's what I did. And uh, when I you know that was an awesome like outlet for me with my you know creativity for online businesses and that kind of stuff. And then um, once I graduated, moved back to the mainland, I you know had to get a a real job to get things started. None of my side hustles were really paying all the bills they needed to be. So um, I think you mentioned I, I did a bunch of different side hustles with flipping furniture and, and um, just different things, which I documented on YouTube. Uh, you know, I did a lot with Spotify and that's actually kind of what led into the app that I'm currently running now. Okay, cool. So, so it's, it's called self-pause, right? Yeah. So what, what is the app? What, what can you, how could it benefit people? Give us just the whole rundown of what it is. Totally. Yeah. So my whole life, I've always been really passionate about like positive affirmations, positive, positive statements, you know, positive psychology. I believe that our minds are incredibly powerful. Um, and I've always kind of that to business too, you know, taking a, a positive outlook on business um, is good for relationships and I feel like success. Um, and so when we, when I was in school, my wife was pregnant with our first baby and we were super, super poor in school. And um, she was having, was asking me like, hey, can I buy these um, these positive affirmation meditations? It was an MP3 file that you download, and they were really expensive. Um, but she really wanted them, and you know, when your wife's pregnant, you, you can't say no. So of course, I was like, sure. You, you know, if you, you value your if you and value your life, you're not saying blown no. away. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's exactly how I uh, how I felt about it. And I think I made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she. Uh, you're, you're she still loved married. them though. You're still like, married, right? So I guess it was the right decision. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she really loved them. And I was I was really blown away by how much they actually like helped her, you know, have confidence in herself, um, like get rid of a lot of fear and negative blocks that she had um listening to these affirmation meditations about pregnancy. And I was like, you know, those are those are pretty cool. And this is something I've, you know, believed in and practiced my whole life my dad was a really big proponent of like goal setting in business you know mm-hmm. so um I decided to make my own affirmation meditations and I put them on Spotify um and I I was like half like thought it was like didn't know if it was gonna work or if anyone would be interested but I was like yeah hey, you know it helped her a lot so I'll try so I threw them on there and and it started really taking off. Now I get about half a million streams a month of people listening to them. So they were really, really popular. But as they were kind of taking off, I was like, um, my wife was studying computer science at the time. So she's always talking about, you know, making apps and I was in business and marketing. And, um, you know, the, the, the Spotify content, it's cool, but it's really not very customizable. So we're like, we need to make an app that can do this. You know, like a YouTube video, it's just a, it's just like you can listen to, but with an app, you know, you can change the background sounds, you can add nature sounds, you can change the voices, you can change your categories. Like you can, you can make it so much more customizable. Um, and so it was actually my wife's idea. She, she thought this would be an awesome idea for an app. And so we kind of uh, got started on the journey and that's what, that's what uh, started self-pause today. Okay. So more of the story is always listen to your wife. Listen to your wife if she wants to buy expensive things and if she wants to start a business, just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> they go hand in hand. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it was about um, two years ago. So it really, and we, we officially launched like the 2.0 version of our app 
um, about five months ago. So, you know, it's been like a long journey, a lot of work developing like the and getting everything recorded, the, the app development itself took a very long time. We've, we've done it twice now, the second time, I think, for good and for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's been, a, it's been an incredible journey and it's been amazing. What was that? No, I was going to say, you know, first time was a joke, um, but this time it's for real. Right, exactly. Well, you know, the first time we made it, we, uh, we outsourced all the development, which could be, a, could be a good thing, but in this case, it ended up not being super high quality. So we ended up getting it all rebuilt um, with some friends that uh, live in Austin, Texas, and it, it ended up a lot better this time. Okay, cool. Don't mind me. I'm just going to a couch. I was getting uncomfortable in a chair. Well, so. you find a comfortable place. <laughs> yeah. So there's a story there. The first time around, you posted on your Facebook. There is there's something that happened. You guys got messed over with something. It was outsourced, but you learned a lesson, a life lesson. Could you share that? Yeah. I mean. Geez, I'm trying to remember the Facebook post so I can get to the moral of the story that I had there. You might have to remind <laughs> me because uh, you know, the life lesson keeps changing. But yeah, I think um, in, in business, a lot of times you're going to come across setbacks and you're going to come across roadblocks. And it, it really, like, it's inevitable and will always happen in life and in business and in anything. And it really doesn't matter what the roadblock is or what your setback is it only matters that you continue. So for us, it was like, we spent a bunch of money in an entire year developing our app and uh, our developers after we launched, weren't able to continue supporting it. So it got a lot of bugs. We weren't able to fix it. We didn't have all the code and it kind of fell apart to the point where that we, uh, we pulled it right off the app store because it uh, was no longer working and then had to rebuild. Yeah. So it was pretty rough. Um, and that was hard because on the first version, people even loved the first version. Like this, the 2.0 is amazing, way better. Everything's higher quality. There's no bugs. Everything's better, double the content. But like the first version, we still got like 15,000 users on it in a matter of you know months. And mm-hmm. people had really positive feedback. So to see that kind of all go down and restart was very difficult. It took it a whole nother year to really get it built up again. But um, yeah, definitely better and that's just, that's just business and life, I guess. Okay. Yeah, no, it was pop quiz. What did you think of your experience? Um, I did my research into you, Jaden. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was basically that it was, it was, it was this idea of not giving up, you know, it's, uh, I actually said this in one of my podcasts. I give an example of somebody learning to ride a rodeo. It, the trainer who's trying to train him isn't necessarily looking, are you going to stay on the bull for, for longer than anyone else? They're looking to see, are you going to get back onto the bull? Now, oh, I totally oh. made that up. I don't think that's, that's not based on reality, but it makes sense for the metaphor. <laughs> that are you going to keep going? Have you ever been on a rodeo before? No, 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 no. Not, not my thing. Skydiving, okay. I can do. Rodeo, kind of scared. Yeah, neither have I, but I have been on, it, it was in like a bar. There was a, a bucking <laughs> like bull ride, you know? I have been oh, on yeah, one the, of those. So The, me- the mechanical ones, yeah. Exactly. So I, I understand your analogy. Yeah, it just getting back onto it. It's not about falling. It's, we're going to fall. It's going to happen. The question is, are you going to get back up? And if you keep getting back up, eventually you're going to make it because oh. you're either going to make it or you're going to die. So hopefully it's going to be the former. I mean, eventually in oh. a very long time, 
but the point is not stopping. So I really appreciated that. When I read your story on your, on your Facebook post, it was just, that's exactly what life is all about. It's about getting back onto the horse and keep on riding. Yeah. So, so yeah. you said you, this app is mainly for, for uh, meditation. What's the empirical data and scientific benefits of meditation? Yeah, it's, it's really amazing. Um, so there's two kinds of things we're looking at. Uh, we are like a positive affirmation meditation app. So there's a lot of affirmation apps. You know, you have Calm and Headspace. They're both a billion dollar. They're both worth a billion dollars. And they both have done a ton of research to prove meditation specifically is beneficial. Um, they've done it with Harvard and Stanford and every major university. And, you know, they're working on getting it included into insurance and stuff. So yeah, a lot of research has gone into the benefits of meditation. We take, we're like a slightly different approach because we're positive affirmation meditation. Um, and we tie in more with positive psychology and neuroscience. So essentially what's happening is in our brains, um, it, you know, if you study neuroscience, they talk about something called, you know, your neuro, your neural pathways. So when you think a thought repeatedly, you're building actual pathways in your brains that habitually your thoughts will cross those pathways when you're set in similar situations. And you're frozen. If you're talking, Jaden, you're totally frozen. You know, I am a good communicator. I take time to listen to my spouse, you know, like a positive statement like that. And we really internalize and believe it. We can build um, those positive neural pathways in our brain. And the benefit of this is that whatever you believe you become. So if, you know, let's say you're having a, a disagreement or something with your spouse or, a, you know, your, your partner or something, um, and you believe you know, my spouse never listens to me, or I'm, I, I'm just a bad communicator, then, you know, given the, given that disagreement, you're going to fall onto that belief. And you're not going to try, you know, your hardest to understand to be accommodating. Um, whereas if you believe, you know, I am a good listener, or I do try to make things work out, um, and you build that positive pathway, you can change the outcome in a situation. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, so it sounds so, like, um, and, and I apologize, as I started recording, I have to start speaking. So anyone that heard that kind of choppiness, you didn't miss anything. Um, so it's, it sounds like it's kind of like what, um, what Tony Robbins would call the reticular, the, the reticular activating system, where you're essentially okay. training your mind to see things in a positive way. So as you train those neural pathways, you're looking around and then you're tr starting to see things in a more positive light. Your situation didn't change, your viewpoint changed and your habits change and your whole mindset changes. Completely. And that change of mindset is incredibly powerful. For example, um, Carnegie Mellon did a study recently where they proved that using positive affirmations. Um, so, okay. So a little backstory, everyone knows, you know, when you're stressed, you don't always perform to your highest ability. Sometimes a little bit of stress or a little bit of adrenaline can help you perform. But if you have chronic stress, um, your performance is significantly lower, whether that be at work or academically or, you know, otherwise. So Carnegie, Carnegie Mellon did a study where they, um, they took a group of people and they tested everyone for their stress levels. Um, and they selected groups of people that had chronic stress and groups of people that had no stress or average life stress. 
Mm -hmm. um, and they put them through a series of problem solving situations. Um, and they also had a test group, but essentially what they found is they gave people with chronic stress, they had them write down affirmations before they did these problem solving things, affirmations um, about what was important to them, what their core values were and things that they were really good at. They, they had them write down these affirmations. They had another group do no affirmations of chronically stressed people. And then they had a group of people that were not chronically stressed. All three of them did this, uh, you know, did this study. And what they found was that the people, they had like an average score for people that had no chronic stress. People that were chronically stressed with no affirmations, they had a significantly lower and expectable score. But what they found was that people that had done, that had used positive affirmations and done a positive affirmation exercise before um, they went through the problem solving questions performed to the same level as people that did not have chronic stress. So it really does show how powerful our minds are and our mindset is, um, you know, telling yourself who you are, what you believe in and what you're good at and affirming those things with positive affirmations can really help you in a performance level, whether that be at work areas. So what are positive affirmations? You know, uh, we're talking here and I, I realize that some people, some of our listeners may not know what a positive affirmation is. You know, we can go through a whole interview and at the end, like, it was a great interview, but what's an affirmation and what's meditation? Yeah. Just out of curiosity, yeah. I'm like, all right, so let's kind of go back to basics. How do you define I'm meditation? Sure. How do you define self-affirmation? Yeah, so self-affirmation is, for example, a positive affirmation would be just a positive statement, usually in the I am form. So I would say, like, I am like a positive force for good in my community. That could be an affirmation or you know, very simply, I am happy, I am healthy, I am wealthy, um, or, you know, I have good health. It's, it's crazy, because on the one hand, um, there's two type, there's two things that happen in your brain when you say positive affirmation. For people that are generally optimistic, if you say, like, I am happy, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, right? Like, let's say those are three affirmations you say, personally, I, I do say those ones a lot. If you're a generally optimistic person, your brain can say, can think of situations where those, those have occurred. Like, you know, I generally am happy. I generally am healthy and I generally have enough money. Like that's, you know, wealth abundance around me. And so I can believe those. Things. And the more I say those things to the higher level, I believe them and I get, you know, varied results. The second thing that can happen though, is if you're a generally pessimistic person, what happens is if you say I am happy, I am healthy, I'm wealthy. And you're sitting there thinking, well, you know, I really am not happy. Um, I don't have a lot of money. It's hard to pay my bills. And, you know, my health hasn't been very great lately. Um, you can actually have this cognitive dissonance, which actually studies have shown make it so positive affirmations are less useful to borderline detrimental. Oh, um, yeah. It's that a small sounds, subset of people. Sounds like a disaster. Sounds like you can justify yeah. why you're not healthy, why you're not wealthy, why you're not um, happy. Because if you're constantly battling those positive exactly. affirmations in your mindset, telling it to yourself, you know, you're lying and you're going exactly. to find a way that you're lying and then go into the negativity. Exactly. So there is good news though. If you are a generally pessimistic person, that's fine. Um, you know, you can work on becoming a positive person. There's studies, very interesting studies that have shown, like you can work on being what would typically be pessimistic and, you know, switch over to being generally optimistic. It's a mindset shift, but you know, some things like that take time because of those neural pathways and those, those habits in your brain. Um, but if you are generally pessimistic, a really good start 
and we have these on our app are using what if affirmations. So instead of saying like, I am happy or I am healthy, you could say, what if I'm healthy? What does that look like for me? And so instead of like saying it is something you are right now, you could say, what would that look like? You know, what if I was wealthy? What would that look like? What if I am wealthy? What if I do have abundance around me? And so instead of then having to have this, you know, internal conflict, you're saying, what if you can sit there and visualize what health, happiness, and abundance look like for you in your life? And, you know, sitting there and visualizing are helping you think of the steps you need to take to achieve those things. In addition, you know, they're, they're helping you feel more positive, as you imagine. You know, our brains, they can't tell the difference between actual experiences and visualized experiences. To our brain, it's all the same thing. And so as you visualize those positive things, you're changing you know, your reality, some people might say you're, you're like brainwashing yourself could be like one way, right? But you're changing dry your reality cleaning. in your mind. You're not brainwashing, you're dry cleaning. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and so you're creating a more positive reality for yourself. And by doing this, um, you're, you're willing as so what they found is as you're more positive, you're more willing to take steps that bring your life in a positive direction. So like, if I say nothing ever works out for me, then if I'm sitting on the couch and someone says, you know, so my friend calls me up and says, Hey, I have this good opportunity. I think it would be awesome for you. And I'm like, nothing ever works out for me. I'm not going to take it. Right. But mm-hmm. if I, if I can change my mindset and say, you know, sometimes things do work out for me, or a lot of the times things really do work out for me. I believe good things happen to me. Someone calls me up and says, Hey, I have an opportunity. I'm going to be like, okay, I'm willing to, to take this. And then that can move your life in a positive direction. So switching your mindset really can help you move your life in the direction you'd like it to go. So it's kind of like the miracle question in positive psychology or solution focused therapy, where it's if tomorrow everything would change and everything would be perfect, what would that look like? You're now exactly. find, searching for your own options and yeah. you're already starting to think in a different way. Yeah. So it sounds like doing that on a consistent basis, what you're saying is it will change your entire view, viewpoint on, on yourself in the world because you're essentially, like you said, brainwashing or yeah. dry cleaning your brain to start thinking more positively. And so I, I'm a therapist and um, I just, uh, just, I think just today I was talking to a client about this, about this idea of, of being a pessimist or an optimist. So people will mm-hmm. say, I'm not a pessimist, I'm a realist and it's not going to work. Hold on. If you're a realist, it also might work. So you're not being a realist, right. you're being a pessimist. No, 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 no. Um, I'm not, I'm a realist because I, I have to see, the, I have to see what's really going to happen and be practical. So you can also be positive about being practical. It's, totally. So, so how, how, do you, how do you find that distinction, the difference between being healthy, positive, healthy, positive and optimistic and Pollyanna kind of floaty, not really grounded in, you know, reality? Right, right. Is that line? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's important to, you know, be analytical and, and to think about, the outcomes of things around you and stuff and, you know, whatever, not to just be 1000%. I actually, I would say to a fault, I probably am 1000% optimistic. That's just my personality. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me happy. That's just what I am. And when, when, you know, negative things happen to me, I naturally can get over them quite easily. I would say my wife, on the other hand, is more of like a realist, um, or that, but she is also a very positive person. You know, she writes our positive affirmations and she's very interested okay. in, in that kind of thing and working on it. So, um, but it is interesting. I do think that there is, you know, 
there's place for both people. Everyone has different talents and everyone is slightly different. So I wouldn't say one is necessarily better than the other, but generally speaking, moving your mindset to being, to believing that good things can happen to, and, uh, and it's all, yeah, it's, it's generally always a, a very positive thing. Believing that good things can happen to, and acting as if good things are coming your way will bring good things to come your way. And also you'll take the opportunities that, that benefit you. Whereas if you, like you were saying, are like a realist and think, you know, nothing's going to work out. I don't believe in it. You'll miss all the opportunities because you don't believe in them and you will miss those opportunities to progress your life. So it really is very beneficial um, to, you, you have everything to gain, almost nothing to lose by just the premise of your life, deciding good things generally happen to me and everything is happening for my own good. So everything that happens is for my own good, even if it's something that's objectively speaking, quote unquote negative, you can still turn it into something that's positive, turn it into a learning Completely. experience. So, Completely. you know, your first app, you it sounds like you really got messed over. Like it wasn't just, you know, there was a bug and the app fell apart. It's people were nefarious and really messed you over. Yeah, we uh, pretty much they built the app and launched it. And when you, you know, you have an app, they give you all the code for the app. So they only gave us about 60% of the code for the app, but they gave it to me. I didn't know anything because I just had hired a, a random development team. And then when I brought on a American developer to go through it, he was like, Hey, all this code's missing. We contacted them and they're like, Oh, we don't have the code, but if you want to pay us, we could rebuild the app for you again. Yeah. yeah. So, if you pay us and click this link. Um, yeah. So that's something that's, you know, I mean, look, on, objectively speaking, it was a, or I guess the word negative and objective, it's really subjective. It's, right. It's something that was, it was a non-enjoyable experience. Exactly. You take this experience and bounce back from it. So it's not like, you know, um, Jim Rohn, uh, Tony Robbins' uh, mentor, he would say, you go into your garden and say, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. It doesn't get rid of the weeds. And right. you know, I hear Tony Robin quoting Jim a lot also, just there's no weeds, there's no weeds. No, there are weeds. They are here. But you also have, in, I mean, this, I actually, I, knew, I remember I said this to a client today. You also have an anchor, an entire acre of tomatoes and cucumbers and everything's fine. You're right. There's like 100 square feet of weeds. But like, nope, nope, there's weeds everywhere. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There are weeds. We can deal with it. And we can make that soil better than it was before but there's still something positive. And even with the weeds, you can now learn how to deal with weeds. You can learn how to prevent weeds from coming in the future. You can now take this experience and turn it positive. And I remember reading about this, um, this experiment a professor did. He passed out a, a white piece of paper with one black dot on it and asked the students, what do you see? They all said, a black dot. 99.9% .9 of the page is white and all you see is a black dot. Right. Yeah, no, I do. Like that. I think it's very, I think it's very accurate. I mean, with, you know, with what happened with us, you could, you could look at it and say, you know, it was like a year speed bump. It costs money. But honestly, as weird as it sounds, I am genuinely grateful for that experience because our app is so much stronger. We have an amazing in-house development team, not outsourced anymore. Um, if we, if someone has a bug and they message us, it instantly goes to our developers and they respond to them within an hour and they start working on it. And, you know, we generally push out fixes every single week. Like 
it, the, the quality that we can now give people is so much higher. Um, and that makes me very happy that like, I'm very proud of being able to give someone that high quality experience, which we were unable to do before. Um, and we had to figure out how to set that system up, how to make that happen. Um, it was a lot more work. It was a lot more money, but it, it made it so that our product is way more sustainable. And because of that, having a such a higher quality product, people love it more. They share it more. They're willing to pay more for it. Um, and so overall, it's been a very, very positive experience. Okay. So you're able to take those weeds growing in your garden and make a better field from it. Whereas if you didn't have those weeds, you'd have a mediocre field. You'd be okay. You'd produce exactly. produce, but it wouldn't be the same. Totally. And I think with a lot of things in life, you know, when you have speed bumps, like let's say you're starting a, like either if you're starting a business or even could be at the beginning of a relationship, when you have those little speed bumps um, or those little roadblocks or whatnot, I think those are very healthy and very important because when you learn to deal with those on a micro level, as you scale your business up or as your relationship grows, you know, you have more kids or you have a family, what, as you, as things in your life scale up and grow to a bigger, a bigger picture, as you learn to deal with things on a macro level, they're so much easier to deal with on a, on a, sorry, on a micro level, they're so much easier to deal with on a macro level. And Mm -hmm. so it really is important to just embrace those things now and know that they'll help you. And in the long run, um, you, learning how to deal with those things will make you so much stronger and more capable in the future. So basically go with it, duck under the waves, you know, push through, you'll be all right. And remember, you'll learn from this right now. It's not so pleasant, but realize there's an end to it. There's an outcome. It's not forever. You know, this was something that actually, um, you know, uh, a rabbi of mine gave me this advice when I was going through my associate licensure, going through that grind of, of just intensive therapy with, you know, adolescent high-risk substance abuse. It was, it was a lot. I mean, it was great. I love the work. I love working with teens and I still work with teens, but the model itself, it was an intensive model was in home. I was driving around the state of Connecticut where I live and my rabbi said, he's like, look, you're, you have a goal. It's not forever. You're going for full licensure. It's not like you're going to be in this for the rest of your life and learn from it. Right. And I did. And I'm so happy I went through that. When I look back at it, it it built me into the clinician I am today. So it sounds like no matter what it is, even if it comes off as you experience it as negative, realize you can still find positive meaning behind it. Completely. Yeah, completely. Okay. Awesome. Which actually is a great segue to my next question. So you're now a father of two. Did you experience any differences or struggles with routinely engaging in meditation and or mindfulness after having your first kid? Oh, yes, definitely. I feel like for anyone having a a child is a complete game changer on, you know, so many different levels in life. Um, You know, I mean, I I think like just having like a good routine and schedule in my life is, you know, more difficult when kids wake up at 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. to just, you know, they want like some bread or some water or, you know, they're just crying or things like that happen. Um, yeah, you're, you know, you don't have your, your sleep isn't always on point and your schedule's not always on point. And in addition, you know, working from home, my kids are always there. They'll come in my office. I have like a little lock on my office door. Sometimes I'm really trying to get work done. I'll mm-hmm. do that. My two-year-old, he's figured out how to get a butter knife and 
open it up and just like, you know, come say hi and whack the keyboard and stuff. Um, yeah, so there true. definitely is challenges. I think <laughs> it happened to me during session that, that uh, time. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people can relate, especially yeah. people working for people and whatnot. So, yeah, I do think that it's just really important to set a set some sort of schedule. And, you know, if you're not perfect, don't beat yourself up about it, but set some sort of schedule and specific time. Um, I really like the book Atomic Habits and he talks about, yeah, yeah. He talks about like, you really need to like put yourself in a state, decide that you're going to go do that activity or do that thing. So if, you know, meditation means you need to go get in your yoga clothes and go sit in your, you know, room on a yoga mat to meditate, like do whatever it is, do it at a specific time, like make a plan to do it. If you just say, I'm going to do it at some point today when I have free time, it probably won't happen. Um, it's kind of like at this point in my life, me with the gym, I say, I'm going to go whenever it's convenient in the day. I usually go once a week instead of once a day, but you know, yeah. <laughs> I make it once a week. So my membership is completely useless. Exactly. But uh, and, and yeah, no, I think says 90% is just showing up. All of you yeah, said 90%. Exactly. But he exactly. said, if you can just show up, that's already, you're already, it's already a win. You know, it's, um, it's this thing of uh, mm-hmm. systems versus goals. Exactly. Yeah. And I like how he talks about just put your shoes and socks on, just put your gym shoes on. Like you're way more likely to, to just right. go if you do that. So yeah, I, I think that's really important too with, with meditation and you know, it's, it can be a small thing and it can feel like a small benefit, but um, there's a book called The Slight Edge, if you've ever read it, that talks about doing like very micro small things and how they compound over your lifetime. And so I think meditation affirmations are one of those things. Slowly working on your mindfulness and your brain and building those neural pathways is incredibly powerful, incredibly useful, will you know bless you and help your life immensely. But it definitely is something that you have to, to dedicate a little bit of time every single day to cultivate. So it sounds like dedicate a certain, oh, I hear your kid in the background there for a second. You're on mute. Gotcha. <laughs> Case in point. Um, <laughs> so it sounds like if you could just dedicate a certain time, get some kind of stimulus or structure and just show up, just if you're going to meditate for five minutes a day, choose a time, a time when you know it could work. And if it ends up being 30 seconds, great, do it. Exactly. And, you know, for, yeah. for me, what I tell my clients is when it comes to, to meditation and self-affirmation is, you know, I, I, I show up at the office, I park my car, and that's when I set, set my timer, two, three minutes of just some deep breathing, diaphragmic breathing. And I, I'm like, look, I, I legit, I talk to myself, I look in, in the mirror, I tell myself how much I love myself and how I'm an incredible therapist. And just that's how I start my day. So whatever happens from there, if that's my baseline, when people ask me, how you doing? I say, amazing. It's like, what? Yeah, amazing. I don't believe it. Well, I woke up, I'm vertical and I'm walking. A lot of people can't say the same thing. Do I always feel amazing? No. But that doesn't mean I'm not doing amazing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty healthy, got a family, thank God, got a wife, got kids, got, got a job. I mean, I, I'm okay. I'm doing amazing. I just, some days I, I don't realize it. <laughs> but if I keep saying it, now that's my baseline. And I realized it got to a place talking about habits. It got me to a place where, and out of routine, people ask me, how you doing? Just amazing. Like, and, and it throws them off. And I forgot that's how I answer now. 
because that's now my baseline. I've been doing it for a couple of years. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's got to be such a positive impact in your life. And I think you know, I love what you were talking, what you were saying about um, you know talking to yourself and really hearing your own voice. That's something we were really passionate about with our app, and we it you know a lot of science and stuff has shown just how powerful hearing your own voice can be. So on our app, we actually have a section where you know people can write down their own affirmations and record them. Um, and yet, and then they can change the background music while they meditate to them. And, you know, the idea being we have the professionally recorded affirmations in like tons of different categories. Um, so if you're on the train or you're having, you know, you're out and about, you can do that, but you can also do that with your own voice. Got it. We've all been there, Jaden. It's all good, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, when, when you're lying there, you hear your own voice, it ends up, um, you end up anchoring it in. So it's, it's interesting because what I think it's with all of us, I noticed it with myself and then I heard someone else say it, is that we sound differently to ourselves than we do to other people. So when I talk to people and I hear a recording of myself, I sound like two totally different people. When I hear my own podcast, I sound different to me than when I talk normally throughout the day. But either way, it sounds like when it's coming from you and it's your voice, and you hear that, even if it sounds a little different, you'll probably get used to that real fast. But it, it's also, if you record it, it's what you want to hear in a way that you want to hear it. Yeah. And then you can anchor yeah. that in. So that's an incredible option. It sounds like you, you created an app with a real niche and it really stands out with these little features that, yeah, we could go to Mindscape and, and all these other apps, which each app is phenomenal in and of itself, but it sounds like you're really working hard to find something that makes it stand out. Completely. Yeah. And like, I love Headspace. I love Calm. Each of them have like a billion dollar valuation. They're very beneficial. Um, and, you know, those kind of meditation apps are very, they're very beneficial. You know, if you're, if you're really stressed out, taking time to, to pause and to center yourself and to meditate can definitely help alleviate stress. And so we, we took that concept. We want to take it one step further and say, look, like if you're stressed, what is the root cause of your stress? Is it your relationships? Is it your finance? Um, is it your academics? There's something that's causing you stress. How can we improve your mindset around that thing? Um, so when you're, you know, we, we think of meditation as like passive meditation or affirmations more as like uh, active meditation where mm -hmm. you're actively working on improving your mindset somewhere to kind of help at the root cause of whatever might be giving you anxiety or stress or difficulty in your life. Got it. So, so meditation is more of being aware of your thoughts and passively letting them flow through whereas self-affirmation is an active meditation. So it, it's, it's something that you're, you're proactively, you're essentially training your brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, you know, having a kid, it throws things way off. Now, Jaden, what about having two? Having two kids throws things off twice as much, but it's also twice as fun. So twice as well, you I mean, there. typically in a day, I, I think uh, it's, what was that? You said you Can broke you up me? there. It's twice as what? Twice as fun? Is oh. that what you said? Oh, yeah. I'd say it's definitely twice as fun. Um, it's awesome because, you know, a lot of times they, they can entertain themselves and play with each other. So, you know, I think, you know, giving giving your kids a built-in best friend is always a good thing. But, yeah, it definitely, uh, it definitely goes from two parents, you know, or I guess if you were on your own. But uh, mm -hmm. juggling one child to having now two children. So... It definitely is another dynamic, but uh, yeah, it's, it's more fun. <laughs> so how do you do it? How do you still keep up with your, all your 
side hustles and still juggle two kids, metaphorically and literally sometimes. Yes, literally juggling kids is probably not far from the truth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think my wife does an amazing job really helping out. She's very supportive um, of businesses. We collaborate and work on our businesses together. Uh, you know, as I said, this, this whole business was her idea. Um, and so she's very, very involved in it. And I think just working together as a team um, or, you know, whether you have family that can help you, um, it's, it's really important to just make sure you're on the same page with the people around you in your community. Um, and then you can definitely make anything happen. You can make businesses happen. You know, there's, it doesn't go without sacrifices and, you know, hours and hard work. You can, you can do anything as long as you, uh, as long as you really uh, put the time and effort. And I think set the goals and organize yourself. Um, I think for me, one of the most helpful things I've recently done uh, is I have a, a life coach who helps me kind of schedule out um, my day, helps me a lot of time management um, and organization. And I think that that's really important. We can get a lot more done in a day than we think. Um, we can have more time for our family in a day than we think. Um, but yeah, it really does come down to like be mindful with your time. Okay. So basically being mindful of your time and get some help. Can't do it on your own. It, it definitely. I would definitely yeah. say that. Yeah. And one thing that my wife and I learned after uh, baby number three is now we're officially outnumbered. that? I have that to look forward to. Yeah, no, it's great. Like you said, you know, it's twice the fun. And it's something that I've noticed when I listen to, to a lot of motivational speakers and podcasts and, and things like that, I, I keep hearing like, you know, routine, consistency, sleep, this. I'm like, did you ever have children? Was it like ever a thing? And then I hear, the, and then I find out people have kids and do it. So yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's tough, but, but it, it sounds Completely. like. I think, uh, it's, I think, yeah, there's definitely a. There's definitely a lot of work that goes into that. Um, and when I do hear people that, yeah, they go really hard on like a perfect schedule and perfect consistency and just grind, grind, hard work. I'm like, yeah, there, there's definitely, whether that's kids or other situations in your life, no one's, no one's situation is perfect. So I, right. I would just say, you know, be kind to yourself and do your best, but, you know, don't beat yourself up over not being perfect on everything. That's really what it boils down to is it's not about perfection. You know, this is, I mentioned in passing, uh, James Clear's idea of systems versus goals. I, I actually think I talked about it in last week, my last, one of the previous week's podcasts, is that if you have a system and you engage in your system, then that is something that is an accomplishment each time. Each time you engage in your system, it's, you're now accomplished. You now did something and it's, an, you, it's essentially, you've achieved engaging in your system. Whereas a goal, if you don't reach your goal, it's defeating. And if you, totally. you know, so setting up goals, they're great. However, setting up a system is even better. Completely. Yeah, so, definitely. And spoiler alert, I realized I think it actually might be pre-recorded future podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. Uh, so it, it, when it comes to, to achieving your goals, and it sounds like you're, you're a bit of like a serial entrepreneur. You just don't stop. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you don't <laughs> let things stop you. So it, it sounds like it's been working out. It sounds like you've been making it happen. And 
I, I wish you the most success, Jaden. It sounds like the, you've, you've really just found a niche, specifically with this app, you know, all the things that you've been through, all the, all the side hustles, all the businesses. Sounds like this is really what you're dedicating the, your focus on at this point in your life. Completely, yeah. Okay, so before we close, is there anything that you wanted to address that wasn't mentioned? Uh, um, I would just say, and, and maybe we covered this, but I would just say like my one piece of advice is really to look at what you want to accomplish um, in your life, be that relationships, financial, academic, otherwise, and really set, set down the goals and the things that you want to accomplish and set down the steps that can lead up there. Um, I think that's like one of my favorite things to incorporate in affirmations. I, I turn those steps into affirmations. Um, and I think that really focusing on the steps leading up to your goals and what you want to accomplish um, will help you be happy, fulfilled, and, you know, be really excited about what you're going to do every day. So I guess that's my, those are my pieces of advice or my things I'd love to say. It's been amazing being on the podcast and talking with you, but uh, yeah, those, that's what I would say. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jaden. And where, where can any of our listeners contact you, find your content, find your app, um, just kind of, you know, plug yourself here. Yeah, you can, uh, you can find us at selfpause.com uh, to find out more about our app. We're on iOS and Android. Uh, you can download the apps free. You can write and record your own affirmations for free, you know, create notifications on there for free. Um, and if you want extra stuff, we have a premium uh, professional recorded affirmations, but yeah, find us on self.com. You can follow yep. me on Instagram at Jaden Schaefer. And uh, I'm always posting things, mostly, mostly my family there and stuff, but uh, things about the business and positivity. So would happy to, would be happy to have you follow along. Okay. Incredible. So it's, it's, you said it's selfpause.com. Did I hear that correctly? Yes. Okay, selfpause.com. And if they want to contact you, do you want to give out an email address or just contact you through the website? It's jaden at selfpause.com is my email. If you want to reach out, if you have any questions or comments or anything I can help you with. Um, and also, you know, if you try our app and you ever have feedback, we're constantly working on it to improve it and make it more useful. So we welcome and are excited to hear from, from people to, you know, make it more useful. All right, incredible. Thanks so much, Jaden. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. And out of curiosity, how do you find the podcast? You know, I, uh, I asked a friend for different podcasts. Um, he looked, he was into the, the mindfulness space and stuff. And so he recommended you and a few other people. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I got to find a gem out of that, but I guess a good piece of advice there is it's important to ask your friends because you don't know everything. So yeah, uh, network find some amazing <laughs> gems. Ask your friends, get some help. And also just to kind of, you know, you know, end off is, is don't be scared to ask. The way you got onto this is you shot me an email like, hey, man, can I be a guest on your show? I'm like, sure. Why not? You know, let, let, what comes worse, I'll say no or just won't respond. So I really appreciate it, Jaden. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll stay in touch. Thanks so much. Great meeting you. And, and best to you, to your wife, your kids. And um, everything should just go well. And I wish you much, much success on your new app. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Have a great night. You Bye. too. Bye-bye.
Thank you, Jaden Schaefer, for that interview. All right. So you can find Jaden Schaefer's app, Self Pause, on the Google Play Store or wherever it is you find your apps. You can also click on the link on the show notes and get to go directly to his website where you can find him, contact him. He's great at returning emails, from my experience at least. Uh, just a really it's – a, it's a great app. And like you said, there's a free free version of it. So go check it out. you got nothing to lose. And that's it for this week. Thank you, David Chesner, for the intro music. You can find David Chesner's music on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Thank you to Jewish Podcasts for hosting our show. You can find us at jewishpodcasts.fm slash morty. That's jewishpodcasts.fm slash M-O-R-D-Y. Or search Monday Morning Motivation with Morty Liss. That's Monday Morning Motivation with Morty Liss, M-O-R-D-Y-L-Y-S-S. On iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Podbean. Amazon, Amazon Music, Audible, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe and please leave a five-star review to help boost our ratings. Thanks for joining us. If you have any feedback or would like to sponsor an episode or just want to say hi, you can contact me at Monday Morning Motivation Podcast at gmail.com. That's Monday Morning Motivation Podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you all. Any feedback, please let me know. And until next week, I'm this is Monday Morning Motivation. I'm your host, Mordelis. Have an incredible, amazing week. And I look forward to seeing you all next week for another episode of Monday Morning Motivation.